What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here for the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than riding your own speeder bike off of a cliff. How you doing today, Scott? I'm fantastic. Of course, I say how you're doing today, but this is literally the same day as our other podcast. Yes, it is. Other episode of the podcast. We're going to do two of them at a time, <laughs> at least for now, until we mm-hmm. catch up on Mando. Maybe we'll just keep doing it. Maybe. Could be fun. Yeah. Depends on how tired we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever get tired of talking Star Wars, Scott? No. Neither. Yeah, I, I don't either. <laughs> I even miss the social cues of people when they stop listening. Right? Oh, that's so annoying. Uh, when, no. they, when you realize they haven't paid attention to like half the stuff you've been talking uh-huh. about. But I, I see the, the fear in my wife's eyes when she asks a simple question about Star Wars. <laughs> and it's like those big, you know, the big barrels at water parks that fill up with water. <laughs> and she asks a simple question and I just dump so much knowledge on her. <laughs> Little does she know that that thing has been filling for the, for the yeah. past several weeks. <laughs> yeah. I see it sometimes in her face when she's like, what's this? And I go, okay. And she goes, oh, no. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't want to know. Mind, I don't want to know. Because it's just, I just oh, vomit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, uh, depending on when we release this episode, I'm going to move the laptop down now. Hey, watch out for the mouse. Try not to drop the mouse this time. It's funny because I think we're going to release this episode first. So that's not going to make sense. So it's not going to make any sense until you hear the next episode and you're like, oh yeah, he did that thing. But hey, now it's an inside joke for you. Exactly. Now you will will be waiting for the inside joke and you'll get to hear the inside joke after the fact and go, that's why you did that. Mm -hmm. And it'll be really funny and then you're in on it. How cool is that, right? Welcome aboard. (laughs) All right, so this... Episode of our podcast, chapter 12, is what the title will be. Um, we're not going to have any other titles like chapter 12, The Mandalorian, or The Mandalorian, chapter 12, because if you're part of this podcast, then you know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about chapter 12, the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. Yes. Were you excited to watch it? I was stoked. <laughs> I was, yeah, I mean, anything Star Wars, but like Mandalorian is just, it's been so much of a payoff it's just it's just it scratches every star wars itch i have and just oh, man. gives tells gives me what i needed even if i didn't know that that's what i wanted yeah absolutely i uh so when do you watch mandalorian i i watch them at lunch on friday so at about 11 o'clock in the afternoon on fridays when it comes out Okay. Um, I've been thinking about waiting. I probably should so I can watch it first with my wife. Because I know she likes to watch me watch it. Oh, but yeah. it's hard. I might do that this, this time. I don't know. So that started. so we have been doing that. Um, I have been trying to be so good and waiting to watch it. And I don't even have to wait all through Friday. I have to wait till Friday night after mm-hmm. the kids are in bed. Uh, um, because uh, I think I mentioned it briefly in our half episode, half, half episode, um, <laughs> is that my buddies, my buddy from high school, we watch it with them on Friday nights and we do the group watch that Disney plus can do. And so we get them on zoom with earphones in uh-huh. and then it syncs it up and we watch it at the same time, which is That's really so fun. Cool. Um, but half the time I'm freaking out about stuff cause they're not huge Star Wars fans. Like, <laughs> it's Bo-Katan! It's freaking Bo-Katan! <laughs> And they have no idea what we're talking about. So I have to wait until 8.30 
uh, at night is it on worth Friday. It? Is, like, in the first season, did you watch the episode by yourself before? I usually... I, I did. I did, did not watch the first episode. All right. I waited to watch did the first you... episode, but the episodes after that, I watched them beforehand. What do you prefer? Um, oh, I like watching it as soon as possible. Yeah. But I think the catharsis and the cool factor of freaking out with people around you right. is kind of fun. I like it. All I right. think it's worth it. The only problem is you basically have to shut down social media. Because YouTube videos mm-hmm. from all these channels that I was subscribed to yeah, they kept putting everything. spoilers in the freaking thumbnails. Yeah. I knew Bo-Katan was coming. Clickbait. Like 10 minutes in, or by 10 o'clock. Yeah. Because a thumbnail freaking pulled up and it says, Bo-Katan. new character revealed, Rebels character revealed. Uh. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, even this last episode, this episode, uh, chapter 12, called The Siege, I've even been trying to avoid the title. Uh-huh. I made it all the way till 5.30, and some stupid YouTube video said, Mandalorian, Chapter 12, The Siege. And I'm like, they're purposely not telling you the episode titles uh-huh. on Disney+, Plus because that's part of the spoilers. That's part of yeah. the experience. Like, the Marshall would have given it away to everybody if we uh-huh. knew what the title was beforehand. I mean, it gave it away as soon as we saw the title. That's like we, true. Like, we'll, like we talked about in our Chapter 9 <laughs> episode. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, it just... Trying to avoid spoilers is hard. That's true. That's <laughs> I, true. I literally had to unsubscribe from Den of Geek, Star Wars Theory, uh, literally everything. Yeah. Uh, I think even Force Center, I had to turn off notifications because they put out their Chapter 12, The Siege, oh, yeah, they, they... podcast immediately that same day. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and I'm like... I think that's where I saw it. Is it like at five thirty at night? Is they put their episode up on the siege, and it's like, oh, it. <laughs> I made it all the way to here. I was short by two and a half hours, oh. three hours, three hours, uh, and and okay. that's that's part of it now. But it's so it's really hard. I watching it beforehand. I do not follow you at all. <laughs> uh, we also we also watched it with our kids once before. Uh-huh. I know this has nothing to do with the actual episode. I'm sorry, everybody, but we're talking. This is what it is. This is, good. This is our podcast. Uh, Ladim and I had watched one of the episodes with our kids first, and then watched it with our friends, and it just felt somewhat dishonest because, mm. like, they're watching for the first time. We're mm-hmm. like, "Well, we don't want to tell them we've already seen it," so we're like, we're laughing at stuff still, and right. like, we're whispering to each other about what we're really thinking uh-huh. because we've already seen it, right? And we're excited for what's coming, or, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happens, but. It is what it is. I, right. I, I'm fine with it. So now we wait. And we well, make our kids watch it the next day. <laughs> Although this week, I doubt we'll be able to do that. I think I'm going to have to text him and be like, Hey, look, we either are up at 3 a.m. <laughs> on a Zoom watching meeting this. watching Mandalorian. Or we're not going to watch it. Yeah. Which, hey, uh, Black Friday supposedly is still happening. So, hey, we'll just stay up all night. And there you go. <laughs> instead of going shopping for Black Friday, we'll watch the Mandalorian first thing That's in the morning. That's a good trade-off, I think. No, yeah, I think it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chapter 12. The Siege. So, before we do anything in the episode, Mandalorian's on a ship. And it's having problems again. Of course. Because it got repaired by the fish people. <laughs> by the Moncalas. The Moncalas. <laughs> Man, when I saw that repair job and the nets, the netting inside uh-huh. the cab, I'm like, what is that supposed to do? <laughs> Was that just like Moncala decorating? <laughs> it's like, 
It's a new ambiance in here. It's... Well, it didn't work. Whatever. No, no, I did. it didn't. It's still a piece of garbage. I gave you a thousand credits. Yep, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Love that attitude. Sorry, we haven't done that episode for a podcast yet, so so I'm giving away some of my thoughts. It's another inside thing. Yeah. Uh, so, Baby Yoda in the access tube. Uh, Have you so ever had to do that with your kids? You ever tried to explain things to your kids? Oh, yeah, all the time. It's like, do this, and then they just look at you and like, no, no, no. No, do do this. It's a huge accomplishment when they are able to do it, though. Yeah, it's it's like Baby Groot. Yeah. In Galaxy, in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, Volume Two, uh-huh. it's like you're trying to get them to get something, and they have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Like you're you use these words a hundred times. You, okay, you know the color red, right? You know the color blue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Flip it. Just just whoop. flip it. it so it's pull it out and flip it. Super easy. I, and I, I don't, if you're watching the video, you can see me making the hand motions. You have to do that with kids. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, but they watch your face and they read your lips. Uh-huh. And so with Amando having his helmet on, I'm sitting there. I'm watching Mando explain it. I'm like, Mando, I'm having a hard time <laughs> understanding what you want him to do. You're not explaining this very well. No. This is not going to end well for you. He's like, and uh, he had that uh, the build up to it. He's like, don't let them touch. Don't let them oh, touch. Oh, as soon as you said that, I'm like, they're like, going to touch. He's going to touch them Because all, all he's hearing, because kids, they hear the last word you say, uh-huh. right? He's like, oh, touch. Got it. <laughs> touch. Got it. Touch. And he's like, no, don't. Uh. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. The relationship between Mando and Baby Yoda is as much about a, of a father, father-son relationship that you could ever get. Oh, yeah. Uh, father-child relationship. Uh, I know we didn't talk about... Unfortunately, we didn't talk about this in our Chapter 9 episode. But when he leaves the Baby Yoda in, in the speeder bike and Baby Yoda gets out by himself, yeah. you just start to learn what your kids can and can't do. Uh-huh. Like, when I get out of the car, I unbuckle... My youngest baby, uh, Amelia, <laughs> I call her baby Amelia, yeah. uh, baby girl. I, I get her out, but the rest of the kids, like, they might not have even gotten out of the car. I mean, there there've been times where we're like, okay, where's where's wait, where's that kid? They oh. fell asleep in the car. I mean, the doors are open. It's not like it's not like right. we're gonna have a heat stroke in the car, uh, and it's usually really fast too. But that happens. I mean, oh, you yeah. leave the kids because they know what to do. Especially mm-hmm. when it's like my oldest Ben or my second oldest Jaren, who are nine and eleven years old, they they know how to get out of the car. If yeah. they don't get out of the car, it's their own fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny with Baby Yoda. Every time he leaves, I'm like, "What are you doing? That's crazy! Someone's gonna run off with him." Right. But it's like Baby Yoda just follows him in. He's just like, "I just follow you." Yeah. In. And so to see Mandalorian now with Baby Yoda in this episode, just like. Just sending him down the shaft. Yeah. And he really didn't think it would work. No. You, you can tell that way by the way he reacted. And his tone is perfect. So Baby is in there. He's trying to explain it. He doesn't do it. It zaps. And uh-huh. you hear the engine's power down uh-huh. again. He's like, oh, you hear his sigh. Uh-huh. What's the first thing he says? I believe it's, uh, are you okay? You okay? You okay? <laughs> it's like, like, he knows that it's not going to kill Baby Yoda if he does get shocked. Right. He never would send him down there if it did, I think. Oh, yeah. But, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's just a... Oh, it's worth a shot. You know? uh, I had that experience with Ben today at work. I sent him to go get something from the <laughs> truck, and he brought back the wrong thing. <laughs> it's like, no, I literally experienced this today. 
<laughs> so you got to be very specific, and it can include a lot of words because the kids hear the last word you say. Uh-huh. So when Mandalorian says, "Okay, you have the wires. Don't let them touch." Oh, that should All not have been the last thing he said. It's touch. like blah 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 blah. Mando, Mando, helmet, touch, touch. It's like oh, it's like oh, oh, oh. So I guess touch. what he should have said is keep them apart. So the last thing he heard was apart or away. Yeah. And and kids oh. don't hear that negative. They don't hear don't they touch. Don't. They just hear touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. After six kids, I finally learned this, and I'm doing really good with Amelia. She's yeah. doing really good. You know exactly what to say. That's yeah. I thought so, it was a great open. I start. thought it was fantastic. It was, and I've heard this before from other podcasts and stuff. But I love they do take their time. They mm-hmm. don't force it through. They don't rush it. They just they just show you what's happening. Uh huh. They didn't push it. They didn't have Baby Yoda touch the wires together immediately. No. But they had him like, hold it up. What? Red? Red. Yes. <laughs> I heard like, the yes, red. Red. Yes. Red. I know what that. Blue. Blue. Yes. 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 Don't touch. Uh, touch? <laughs> I <laughs> you even see him make the motion. I think, I think he puts the blue one back in. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's no, right. No. No. Don't put the blue, don't put the don't blue put one in the blue in, one. In the take blue, it out. Take and it put out. The red and one. Switch it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's, I was the same thing. I was like, I'm getting kind of lost with you here. The way you're too many explanations. It, um, too many explanations. Too many instructions, and the instructions change just a little bit each time. You can tell he's a new father because you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You either have to say the same instructions again. Yes. Or you need to say, "Okay, forget it. We're going to start over." Uh huh. <laughs> and and let the kid just wipe his brain and be like, "Okay, yeah. starting over. I can do that." <laughs> right. I also think I believe it was. You know, I'm trying to remember. You know, keep the episodes separate, but. Yeah. Oh, I think this happened um, in the beginning. It's interesting that uh, he keeps his helmet on even for Baby Yoda. Yes. When he's taking a drink, he just lifted it enough to get a drink. Yes. It's like he still keeps it on, even though they're in the same... Um, the same clan. Same clan. Yes. They still. He still keeps his helmet on. No, I, I thought that was going to be the case, where he'd take it off with Baby yeah. Yoda if... They were if they're in the same clan, right. but I wonder if he still considers him his ward. You Maybe know? not really family, because you gotta you gotta think that if a Mandalorian has an actual family, yeah, or with offspring, I mean you have to take your helmet off at some point. Yeah, <laughs> how do you kiss your wife with the helmet on? Yeah, you kiss your wife with that helmet. It's like, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It obviously. Maybe they don't get married. I don't know. Maybe they just search for foundlings and they're celibate, like Jedi, which is stupid, unfortunate. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, I thought. But, that yeah, was you're interesting. right. Um, now, in that scene, I thought I saw Baby Yoda trying to get a peek under the helmet, but when I watched it again, no, Baby Yoda. He just goes back to his drink, and then they both sip at the same time. <laughs> it's a total like daddy. Uh-huh. father-son moment where they're copying each other it's it was a beautiful moment and a really good bonding moment yeah it's it's just so cool to see you know kind of where they're at is in the first you know the first episode season one where we first get introduced to baby yoda just to see where they've come from that point where i mean i would say in the second episode he he kind of cares for him, but it's more of a because I get a reward for turning you in. Yeah, to a degree, he still did care for him, but just now it's more like you know he'll drop just about anything to yeah 
I mean, he, he has a soft spot for kids. Yeah. For sure. And that's, I think, why he protects him from IG. I think so, too. I think if it was an old man, and he's like, Target's better, eliminate, he's like, well, okay. All right. <laughs> but with, uh, with it being a child. Being a kid. And especially, mm, like, a baby. No, we're not going to kill him. He's like, no, we don't, we don't do that with the baby. No, there's no reason. There's no... It's not needful to end mm-hmm. that life. And that's I th- uh, that's also where we see differences between characters like Gore Koresh. Yeah. <laughs> Brought him up. <laughs> Brought yeah. him up in the next episode. <laughs> where he has such a disregard for life, where he hunts the Mandalorians for their, for their shiny shells. Yeah. Versus the Mandalorian, who will hunt anybody and kill anybody. Yeah. But when it comes to children, it's like they have an innocence, and he recognizes that innocence. Yeah. And he re- and the Mandalorians treated him that way. That's true. Found. That's true. So I, I I think it's all I think it all ties together there. I think that's I think it's one of the big themes is that there's an innocence to children that Mandal yeah. that Mando recognizes, and that, and he yeah. leaves him in this episode with a group of kids. He does. Yeah. He's... And it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, not trusting the kids. It's yeah. like no, I, I keep him with me at all times. And wherever I go, he goes. We'll get into that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. (laughs) We're just so excited. So much. All right. So, uh, he tells Baby Yoda, how would you like to go back to Novaro? We need to meet with some friends to get our ship fixed. Yeah, they can't make it to where they need to go. Corvus. Yeah, to see who they need to see. Ahsoka. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're quizzing me. I'm knocking it out of the park. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to so get what going, they need to get yeah yeah and then I think that's when we get the the title card is after that opener I think so too is the siege and then we open up on some Ponda Baba characters yes some guys from episode 4 I uh-huh. love seeing the characters because we, we saw we see one yeah and we're like well are there more do they vary are there you know do they have different hair colors do mm-hmm. they have different skin colors do they have different eye colors like, what, what are these different aliens like? Um, it's why I loved watching Rogue One and seeing uh, Admiral Raddus. It's yeah. like, he's, the, he's, a, he's a pasty white Mon Cala. It's like, yeah. whoa, where is he from? Is he, from, like, from the Arctic region or something? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's cool. And then here we see more Ponda Babas, and they're all kind of the same. But they are, you know, they're different people. They have different haircuts. Mm-hmm. A little wispy all the way around. <laughs> But they have their, their Tusk things, and they talk it in that language that was remarkably similar to Tuscan, if I'm honest. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> to me. But then again, I, I don't speak other languages, so... Yeah, it's, <laughs> maybe it's it. from the same base. So they come in, and they've obviously stolen some stuff. Yes. They're... It's pretty obvious. But they're in the Armorer's Forge. That's what, Yeah, so that was the Armorer's Forge. So. Yeah. No, 100%. The, the forge in the middle? So. Yeah, I, I thought yeah, that's that where, where it was. I thought they were trying to, you know, raid Beskar or something. Yeah, um, that's what I originally thought. I, I thought something bad happened to the armor. Yeah. Her, but that wasn't the case. No. No, the armor abandoned it once she got the Beskar out of the armor that was left. Yep. Um, she probably melted it down into ingots to use for foundlings later on down the yeah. road. And moved on. Which, you know cult leaders do you know yeah, they lose true. people they harvest what they can and move and on, move on. <laughs> I'm not saying that she's a bad person but it makes me wonder and I think that would be an interesting take yeah. is to for us to go from such a high respect for her to her being the leader of a cult later yeah. and having that understanding maybe he has to face off against her well, I mean, it could be interesting 
you know, in later episodes, we might talk about how it could be a cult. Because yeah. of uh, his view as a Mandalorian, as to other Mandalorian's views of Mandalorian way. Yeah. It could be a cult. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it's kind of a spoiler for future episodes, but I'm assuming people who've watched episode 12 or chapter 12 have so. watched chapter 11. And I so, hope so. They, they know what I'm referencing, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm referencing myself in the future. There it is. So she, she originally arrests, tries to arrest him, right? Uh, yes. Tries to arrest them. Words are fun. Yes, but, but that, that doesn't work. Yeah, they fight back, and and it doesn't end well for them. But it does end well for their little ferret creature. It does end well for the little ferret creature. And that's, now it's time for our creature feature. Yes. Which is going to be really short today, because I did it. <laughs> and there wasn't much on this creature. No. Uh, what was the other word somebody used for it? Not um, a ferret. Uh, no. um, a me, my... A meerkat. Meerkat. There it is. So some people said it was a meerkat, which is fine. I don't know the difference between... Oh, Timon. Timon is a meerkat. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. So it's some sort of a meerkat. Apparently they're a lava meerkat that we saw in the ending of uh, season one. Yes. In chapter eight, I believe. There were some meerkat creatures running around the lava tubes. Yes. Um, And... I, th- I think the most interesting fact that I found out about these creatures is that in the concept art at the end of the episode, they show one of these suckers breathing fire, like a 10-foot flame of fire. I mean, that's Aldrich Killian-level fire breathing. Yeah, it is. Which was pretty cool. Um, but they didn't do that no. in the actual episode. So the most interesting part about these things was not even included in the episode. No. Nope. Um, the little creature is hungry, which is a theme. Small creatures are always hungry. Um, do you find your kids are always hungry? Oh, all the time. <laughs> My oldest is uh, hitting a growth spurt. She's always hungry. Oh, how old is she now? She is three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Now they hit that. I'm hungry. Like we just ate. Like, yeah, but I'm still hungry. Like, I mean, my kids are always hungry because they don't eat their food. <laughs> they don't yes. eat their dinner. But well, that was her problem before. But now it's she eats and now she's hungry. Yeah. So yeah, well, small creatures keep, always keep hungry. <laughs> that is a theme in Star Wars that continues into the real world quite easily. <laughs> yeah. So she does give give it a little bit of food, and then uh, the creature comes back a little bit later. It does. It actually gives her a little bit of love mm-hmm. before you that's know. True. She's like, all that's right, right. Uh, all right that's enough. That's enough. She's not. It's not a touchy feely person. No, Cara she's Dan. not. She's a hardened rebel drop trooper. Which is which is just the coolest title. Yeah, it is. I'm a drop trooper. Oh, freaking heck! I know what you do. Yeah, you're the person that we're surprised is still alive uh-huh. because how awesome you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So cool. So Mando comes in. Mando uh, comes and lands on Tofaro in front of Cara Dune and Grief Karga. Yes. And uh, <laughs> his boarding ramp doesn't quite go down all the way. Nope. Just to really show just how bad of shape his ship got fixed. Like, he pretty much just handed over that, because uh, he paid with Mon Cala. A thousand credits. Yeah. yeah. The Calamari the Flan. Calamari Flan. That's what Oh, my gosh. Bad. I saw him put that down in that episode, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. I know what that is. Obviously, it didn't work, because nope. uh, bridge didn't even go down. No. Well, and the worst part about this is that all that damage was caused by him. 
Yeah. Because he ran away from those X-Wings. Yeah, he did. He's still paying for that for that Godspeed. <laughs> you try to run from the cops, you end up paying for it. Yeah, you And did. they weren't even going to arrest him. No. No, in the end, they looked him up. They would have pulled him over. They would have boarded a ship. They would have done some research and been like, you know what? You're actually not a terrible guy. I see you're also ferrying this woman in her egg. Anyway, that's for the, the chapter <laughs> 10 talk. I'm... We're passionate about this. Yes, we are. That's why it works. Exactly. Okay. Let's get back into it. So, on Mando's like, hey guys, how's my credit? And Grief's like, I'm sure we can figure something out. Yep. And he says, let me get my best guys on it. And he just yells at whoever is next door. <laughs> let hey, me get my best guys. You Those guys. two. The only two mechanics in earshot. <laughs> They're the best. Uh, did you know that that guy was a spy immediately? No, I didn't. Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah, I, I've studied too much film to recognize when they're showing me something. Interesting. So, when they're walking away from the ship, that one guy turns and looks at them and just stares. Doesn't say anything. Huh. He's watching them. Which means he's collecting information for someone else. Now, if that character had looked back at Mando and looked at the ship and shook his head, I would not have suspected him. Hmm. Because he's looking at Mando like, you drove this? Oh my gosh. You would have thought that's a normal mechanic thing to say, like right. Mon Cal in the last episode. Right. Same thing. But because he just stared at them and made no other gestures, you can see he's watching them okay. constantly. And so it ruined it for me. I'm like, that's a bad guy. He's gonna he's gonna do something, huh. <laughs> and sure enough, spoiler, well, he's a spy. That's crazy because the only thing I thought of when I saw him was like, wait, is that the person from Squadrons, the game? Yes, like, I've it never is. seen anyone other than that. So I thought it was her, but gotcha. Uh, so like, no, it's not. It is not same her. species. Same though. species. They're Mimban. Mimban. Does what that ring about? No. What is that? Mimban is where Solo. The battle in Solo where he gets the at takes place, where he meets oh. Chewie and everything. That huge battleground right. where we're the invaders. Okay. Yeah, that's Mimban. Huh. What, what has to go wrong in your life that a Mimbanese local ends up spying for the Empire? Yeah. Holy cow. I guess the Empire won that battle. They must have <laughs> if uh, they've got Mimban spies. Yeah. Ah, it's sad. Anyway. Huh. That little little tidbit. Totally didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. So that was a, that was not a surprise to you. No. What did you think that character was thinking when they were looking out of Mando? Do you think it was just like maybe just a reveal of a new character? The thing or? was, like, I didn't even think about it because all oh, I okay. thought was like, oh, they're just introducing a species that we saw in the game. Oh, they're connecting things. That's all I thought. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. Every everything has a purpose. It, in the it does. It's like I was saying in the in the other other thing. You know, if you show a gun. In the first act, it has to be used up. You have to use it by the third. Mm -hmm. um, so that that was what it was to me. That was the mm. gun that, that was showing off. Uh, he brings uh, Baby Yoda with him, which is great. Yes. I like how he hops down from his ramp, though. He's <laughs> yeah. I wonder how he was going to do it. I'm like, does he jetpack off just to show off? Yeah. Does he hop down? Does he climb down? How does he do it? The, these things go through my mind because I hop down stuff all the time right. when I work. I hop down in window wells and in foundations. So I'm like, how's he going to do that with all that armor and not being able to see through that helmet? Right. Like, this will be interesting. And he did a great job. It was actually quite graceful. Yeah. <laughs> Got out there, no problem. 
Yeah. Um, so he gets those guys in there, and then they go over and they start walking through Navarro, and Mando's talking about how great it is. Yeah, it's not this horrible place that it was when we last saw it. Nope, nope, it's looking it's... great. And then we go to the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the school that was once the that's what the the guild place they met up, right? Yeah, that was that was the guild cantina on Navarro. So cool. And that was completely really destroyed. Blew man away. It blew him away. When yeah, he was like, it did. Whoa. We got kids in there now, being taught by a droid. Yep, protocol droid, which luckily he doesn't have problems with anymore. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what the droid was talking about. Did you? No. Yeah, I, I tried sure to listen. Talking about uh, planet stuff. I heard. I think I heard Kessel at one point. <laughs> yes. Talking yes. about something. They talked about the maw. Oh, the thing that surrounds Kessel, which is another payoff to Solo. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, hey Ma, if you know Solo, you know that." Yep, that was awesome. Um, so I'm gonna rewind just a little bit, and as they're walking into the school, I saw an Easter egg. Uh huh. Did you see it? Yes. Oh my gosh, the statue of IG Eleven. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> In like some heroic pose with his blaster uh-huh. up. It's like he saved Navarro. He did. Oh my gosh. It was so cool to see that. Do you think they found parts of him and actually incorporated it into the statue? Or do you think they just built it out of spare metal? Yeah, I don't know if they could... It's. I want to say that bomb's designed that you can't find parts. That's true. Oh, right. Maybe. Right. Yep, you're right. Maybe they found something, but... Yeah. No, it wouldn't have been much. It wouldn't, yeah, like it wouldn't have been much. <laughs> yeah, or part of his foot. Or... <laughs> oh, his and feet plus, were in the lava, though. Yeah, plus he was in the lava, so most of the stuff that exploded... Just got melted in lava. lava. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, that totally totally makes sense, actually. I forgot that it was... The detonator was to make sure he wasn't captured and dissected and yep. copied. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, that statue in the background. I didn't even see it until somebody else said, yeah, I love that IG-11 statue. I'm like, yeah, what? what? So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I found it. Oh, also so got cool. to find the other cool little Easter egg later on in the Imperial base. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cassio. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe so. Okay. We'll talk about that. It, somebody made a Lego of that as well. Really? Yeah, it was oh really my fun. Gosh. So, all right. So we see IG-11. We go into the school. Mando's still hesitant to let him go. Yeah, he's pretty protective. Of I course, mean, a lot of crap has happened in the last little bit. That, uh, yeah, and plus it's Navarro. Yeah. Where the Empire was. That's where he almost lost Baby Yoda. Multiple so, times. You can um, see why he's reluctant to leave Oh, for him. sure. And, I mean... I know it's kind of hitting the nail on the head, but it's it's a parent letting his kid go to school for the first time, uh-huh. right? Well, yeah. well, no. Like, the kid doesn't have nearly as much separation anxiety no, he's like, as the right. parent. <laughs> and I find that to be very true uh-huh. in real life. I like how he was much <clears throat> younger than anyone else in the school. Like... <clears throat> Much younger, but much older. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, much less mature. Yes. But yeah. Much yeah. older. Still, still much of a child. Can still understand some things, and it's yeah. basically just a daycare at that point, at that age. Yep. And that's what it is. I mean, what they say, he's like two and a half. Something, something like, like that, that, I think. Um, I think he's even a little younger than that, because my, my two-year-old, she, she gets stuff, and she says words. <laughs> yeah. Which we know the baby Yoda's kind of starting to say words, but yeah, yeah, not much. Uh, I think baby Yoda's first words are going to be "Dank Ferric." Probably, <laughs> that would be funny. 
Because that's the that's that's the words that they say in Star Wars now, which is fun. I'm trying that's, to incorporate that into my vocabulary. <laughs> Dang, Ferric. That's the phrase. Like, what? <laughs> um, that was that was fun. What do you think about Baby Yoda stealing the cookies? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Me too. My wife was like, "Wow, he's kind of a bully." Uh, I don't think so. I, I think he's gotten that from the Mando, where Mando always asks first. Yeah. He always asks. If the person is rude or mean or won't give it to him, then he takes it. That's true. Uh, even with Cobb Vance. He's like, give me the armor. Hand it over. And when he won't, he's like, going to take I'll it. take it. Now, he doesn't take it right then. No. In the violent way, but he does that all the other times. That's true. And Baby Yoda knows that, and that's how it's, he's being raised. And it's just... You know, he holds his hand out, like, cookie. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. And the kid knows what he's asking for, and he's like, no. No. And none, none of the other kids in the class have cookies. So, I mean, I understand not wanting to start handing out your treats. Yeah, you right? get one-to-one, you get and it to who all. knows, maybe he saved his treat from earlier. Yeah. All the kids got the treat, but he yeah. saved his, and now he's getting it. Uh, uh, but uh, the kid doesn't go after Baby Yoda. <laughs> no, he doesn't. After he takes it. Which he's I'm more like, so, I think, just blown away at the fact that his how did you get that on the desk and now they're not. Then he just looked away for a second. And now did. suddenly they're not on his desk anymore. It's like, so, he's like I don't think I'm gonna mess with that. He's trying to fit. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> that kid looked familiar. I didn't look him up though. Yeah, he, he looked somewhat familiar to me. Maybe I saw him in another episode. Yeah, maybe he was from the, uh, what was it, episode four, I think? The one on the planet. Oh, yeah. He might have been one of those kids. Maybe they re- reused the child actor and they're like, hey, you were That would be funny if they did reuse all the same kids. Like, you go back and look at the groups uh-huh. of kids. Uh-huh, like, the, same kids. the one what? kid who's in, uh, Is this all your people's kids? It probably is. Oh, episode would. one. I would. With the girl helping fix the boards. It's, you know, she was there, too. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right, so Baby Yoda gets left. He steals the cookies, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and and it, again, it's Baby Yoda doing what Mando does. Yep. Uh, do your kids do stuff that you do? Oh, all the time. Yeah? Just, yeah. They actually, my, my oldest, pointed and laughed at one of my other kids. Like, just, she went, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. And I was like, whoa, where'd she get that from? And my wife was like, you. Oh no! Like, yeah, you do that all the time. I'm like, oh, so yeah, they're picking up stuff that I'm not even. Which is the scarier of the two options, right? You don't even know that they're you do, and then they're picking up yeah. on it. So yeah, that was today that she did that. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, they definitely follow in our footsteps. They do, whether we want them to or not. Mm-hmm. In whatever case, we want them to like Star Wars. We don't want them to become Darth Vader. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you give and take a little bit uh-huh. with whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> so Mando finally leaves. You know, finally he's convinced. Con- is convinced to stay, and it's both by Cara Dune and Grief Karga yes. telling him to trust them uh-huh. that he finally leaves Baby Yoda. And I think Mando had trust in Grief Karga to begin with. Yeah. Because grief has never betrayed his his core values. That's ever. true. He's he's never he's never become a traitor to his own values and cause. Yeah. Um, he turned on the bounty hunters when he was trying to turn in Mando, but that was kind of an altruism kind of showing through and yeah. seeing what the town has become and seeing that Grief Cargo really did want to turn it around. Yeah, he didn't he did. want it to be just scum and villainy all the time. Yeah. So that was I th- I think him learning to trust 
Cara Dune he trusts implicitly. Yes. Um, but Grief Karga, I think he has a level of trust there, and I think he gets there. Yeah. Uh, did you like seeing our old friend from Chapter 1? Oh, I the loved mithril? it. I think my favorite part is the fact that he kind of metaphorically wet his pants <laughs> when he saw a man, though. I turned to my wife and was like, she made me ink. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what just happened. Yeah, he, he totally just... He just, just sees he, him and just... <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. So good to see him. Yeah. You find out why he was uh, on the, on the list. run and yeah. on the list, yeah. Some creative accounting. Yep. Made off of a bunch of money, which is how he had the money to offer Mando. To exactly, yeah. When he's like, I have a lot of money, it's like, ah, that's why. Because he stole it from Greek Karga, which is fun. Now, we never knew that for sure, but at the same time, uh, Mando didn't really care and no. the dude was in carbonite anyway so grief's like oh they're taking care of it all right well i'll address that later uh-huh so it wasn't a huge deal uh and then he's gonna let him work off his work his off his death. death yeah he's got 350 years to go <laughs> which i mean who knows how long he lives but that's still well how long, long does grief cargo live can't be more <laughs> than that <laughs> So, how long is he expecting to collect on this debt? Just basic, basically, it's a life sentence. Yep. Um, but he allows extra work to cut time off his sentence. Yes, he does. For driving him out into the middle of nowhere, it's 100 years. Yep. And then for, uh, later on, for taking a little extra risk, another 30. So, 30. he's down to 220. Yeah, he's That's awesome. moving on. He might have knocked a little bit off more. For I was trying to lose some weight. I'm down to 220 as well, so I know how it feels. So it's a good <laughs> feeling to get down to 220. True, but I mean, he also threatened him. He threatened him with the other stuff, where he's going to stick him back in carbonite. So if you're not careful, you can gain that those years back or the weight. They they have an interesting relationship, the two of them, because on one hand, Grief Karga is like willing to cut him a break to do some extra extra stuff, fly Uh him out to a dangerous area, Um, but at the same time, is willing to threaten him to throw him back in carbonite so he can keep that carbonite blindness that he's Uh got. His Still can't eye. see it in my left eye. <laughs> so they bring up a hollow map of Navarro after we run into him again and they have a nice conversation. Mandel, oh, remember Mandel's like, uh, let me know if you ever have a problem uh-huh. with him again. If you ever it's need like, to uh, catch oh. him again, you just let me know. <laughs> so they bring up the map. And somebody, somebody mentioned that they didn't like that they kept showing maps. Really? And I'm like, really? Why? I'm like, I, I only remember it in like two episodes. Right. Like there's the first one of the season, chapter nine. Yeah. When she shows when we see Tatooine, yeah, with Moss Pelgo. And then there's this one. Like that's, 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 that's not a lot. Huh. <laughs> and I don't mind it. It gives a little bit of perspective. Yeah. Like in in the Tatooine one, it was to show how barren Tatooine was and how this Moss Pelgo was in the middle of nowhere and not uh-huh. even on the map anymore. Right. But this one, it was to show that the map is green. You know, this is a go zone. Everything's fine. And then to show the one red spot. It's like, we just can't clear out this one base. Because it's a little too much for us. Mm-hmm. Which I get. Especially if he's not running the guild anymore. Yeah. On, so on I wonder Navarro. if the guild has left Navarro. Probably. The whole guild. Well, after getting shot the heck up. That's and then true. Grief Karga basically disbanding the rest of them. That's by true. Putting some laser bolts in him. <laughs> yeah. That was a way to do it. And you're done. So, I, you know, he kind of renounced the guild, became the magistrate. Yes. She the became official the marshal. Title. 
and she's a marshal now, which was fun. Um, At first, when I heard him say, it's the marshal, I'm like, I'm like, Cobb Vanth is on Navarro? (laughs) That was great. No, no, it's Caradoon. is the the marshal (laughs) of Navarro. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, So they, at first, they're like, we need your help, Mando. Your ship's going to take a while. Uh, He kind of gives in pretty quick. Yeah, he does. And and I wonder if that's part of, you know, he's like, this is my life. Like, this is just what I do. Like, uh-huh. I don't have to pay for half my stuff, but I end up having to risk my life and kill a bunch of stuff to, to keep going. But Mandalorians... That's what we do. Weapons are part of their religion. Uh-huh. They're, they're good at killing. Good at killing. So they drive that speeder. Did you like the speeder? Did, did that make any impact on you? Uh... It's blue. It's got four engines. Looks a little bit like Luke's. Yeah, that's that's what I. I was like, oh, cool speeder. <laughs> For me, I, I like to build Lego sets, and that night I was supposed to be building something for my channel, my YouTube channel, and I, I didn't have anything yet, and so I'm like, maybe I'll build that speeder. There you go. <laughs> so that was on the on the short list, and I like blue. Blue's, yeah. blue's my favorite color. So I'm like, oh, blue speeder, four engines. Got a little different configuration than Luke. It's a four-seater. That's, That's cool. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, got a, it's a, it's a coupe. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the uh, T, the new one that puts theirs out of date. Oh, yeah. I what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I can't the remember T-17, what it is. T-17, I think. I can't remember what it was. Right. I, I used to know what that was right offhand. I could yeah. say it's the T whatever land speeder. T seventy five or something. I can't remember now. Point is, maybe this is the new one, and it came with uh, came four with seats. The seats. He got he got the family package. Yep. <laughs> so they get there. They try to get in. Doors jammed, which is probably why there's no guards. Yep. Is because the door is pretty jammed up. Doesn't open. Um. So Grief Karga tells him to go get the torch, and he he pulls out a plumbing torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that that is accurate. That torch would be very good for plumbing, for light plumbing. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, as as a plumber, I can verify the accuracy of that particular <laughs> statement. Um, I do like how in Star Wars, like all you have to do to fix something is just hold a torch to it, uh-huh. and suddenly it it does something magical. And right. If you ever put a real torch on an electronic something. You're not going to suddenly get it to work. Like, have you ever tried to use a torch to fix your Xbox when it's not working? No. But... You do not have the same success rate that they do in Star Wars. <laughs> they know what they're doing. But it works in Star Wars. It does. So they're able to get the door open with with very limited work. I guess I, feel, I thought Mando had opened it because he blasts up up onto the platform. Oh, I thought he opened up the door. Oh, maybe there. he uh, activated the elevator. Oh, yeah. that's possible. Because even uh, he even said so. The the mithril, the guy who was trying to open it up, he's like, "This isn't gonna work." Like, yeah, at least not very quickly. You were lucky you even brought this. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah. Okay. I hadn't thought of that. Um, what do you think of the stormtrooper falling off the plaster? <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Horrible. At, at Horrible first, guy. I was like, "Oh what? wow, are they doing like a Mandalorian uh, chapter two when he falls off the?" The sand crawler, so he jets up and then gets and falls off again. <laughs> I'm like, wait, he just jetpacked up. Yeah, it was a stormtrooper. Yep, and we laughed. We did. Uh, it's another casual loss of life in Star Wars. Uh, it's one, it's that it's that whole star stormtrooper thing, where it's because they're a stormtrooper, we I think give less value to their lives. 
yeah, I mean that's the point, right? Yeah, I mean they all dress the same. They, they all dress the same. They're supposed same. to just look like they're just these bad guys who mm. we don't think past that. So, yeah, they're yeah, just, just another like, thing to go through. We don't think of them as people. No. Uh, you know, the sequel trilogy tried to make us think of that a little yeah. more more as actual people making actual choices, but in reality, you're you're either you're either Finn or the girl from Rise of Skywalker. Her name suddenly escaped me. Janna. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you're either Finn and Janna, or you're every other stormtrooper. <laughs> uh huh. That's a jerk. So uh, it doesn't yes. really come through for me. Yeah. It, I uh, mean, I, I was much more connected with the clones and Clone Wars. Each one was in Clone Wars. I was. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh-huh. Attack Which of the Clones is just like ah, oh, people going. Nuts. Clones were, you know, you could say they didn't have a family because they're clones. Right. Whereas stormtroopers, there's a much higher chance of them, you know, just being a they dude a family, who's got yeah. a paycheck and paying for the family. But. Yeah, can't hear anything in this helmet. <laughs> yep. I was just repeating what the guy was saying. Mm-hmm. Just got to get home to your kids. Yep. But anyway, yeah. That so guy's he not goes, getting home to his kids. He goes flying off, neither is anyone else on that uh, base. <laughs> yeah. We get to the top of the elevator, and Mando's like, this isn't abandoned. I had to kill like 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just like, oh yeah, look, stormtroopers on the ground. Yeah, look at oh, that. They're all dead. <laughs> um, we walk through uh, the platform. We see that new speeder, that yes. uh, tank speeder that they've got up there, uh-huh. and uh, the mithril is super excited about it. You know how much this is worth on the black market. I could I could hear the exact same thing happening in my head. It's like, holy cow, it's it's one of these speeders. You know how much that's worth on eBay? Uh-huh. It's, it's one of the original troop transport speeders from yeah. from Kenner. You know, you know how much that's worth on eBay? <laughs> like I could just hear that. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't hurt that Force Center when they talk about stuff, they always talk about toys and things, and so I'm like, ah, it's another toy. Yep. Uh, then they walk through, we see a bunch of speeder bikes, which I which I thought was fun. I like Yeah. Bikes. They and then, cool. uh, and then they go in, and they they go to a place that has no railings. Nope. Very standard for uh, for Star Wars, right? Yep. I mean, no railing. Uh, quick drop to uh, I don't know lava. <laughs> lava. Now, you, my from my perspective, you have the lava ground. <laughs> <laughs> lava ground. So, Although I did like how they picked up the. the because just before they go, they knock out the dude who's kind of in charge of communication. Uh-huh. And they take his... Uh, code his cylinder. Code cylinder. That's right. Which, you know, you didn't really see anything with that until Rebels. Exactly. All the, all before you just saw them, you're like, oh, I wonder what those are. Yeah. And, and they now, always refer to them as code cylinders. I yeah. have some of the original visual dictionaries that show the Kuiper crystals with a power cell beneath uh-huh. it. Which is not canon anymore. Right. Right. Uh, but that same one, they said they were code cylinders. Interesting. Which is interesting. And it, they carry multiples. Yeah. And so they've got to be for different things. Yeah. But they're not marked at all. It's like stormtrooper equipment. Yeah. Nothing's marked. You have to be a stormtrooper to know what's there. Yep. And that helps with not being able to, you know, find their tasers or find their bombs. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But so it was cool to see that you're like, oh, there's his code cylinder, and if you'd seen Rebels and stuff, you know those open doors exactly like they're, key cards. Exactly, they're the key cards of Star Wars. Yep, it was really fun to see that, and he uses it not only for the door, but for the force field yeah, thing the, on the lava. Yeah, the coolants that they turn off. Yeah, I believe it is. And he struggles with it for a minute, and then yeah. remembers, oh yeah, code cylinder. Yeah, he's a little freaked out. I think uh, he there has no a problem rims. with. Heights and all that. <laughs> exactly. My wife, and, and right in that moment, I know I keep bringing up guardrails, but my wife right then was like, look, see, again, no guardrails. And then the mithril says that. There's no guardrails. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, cause, uh, it's them noticing their own uh, inconsistencies or their own, their own um, problems. Now, there's something fun that I'm going to tell you about and I don't know if you picked this up when Mando goes to escape later and with his jetpack right he shoots a guy on a platform who falls down the lava shaft right right the guy was next to a guardrail he went he just went right over the guardrail well that's why they don't do it that's why they don't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work I couldn't believe that, that it was is so funny interesting yeah that's I'm crazy. like oh well yeah if you're just gonna get shot and then go oh Wilhelm scream down the shaft and no we're not going to put up guardrails yeah it's just a waste Goodness of money gracious. a waste of credits <laughs> a waste of credits oh that's great yeah that was no guardrails <laughs> but he's able to shut it down the yes yes he coolant. is which is good which gives him what 10 minutes to get out I think is what yeah they say no more than 10 minutes Grief Cargo says um, so this facility is not abandoned it does no. not have a minimum skeletal crew. It's a research station. Yes. And we learn what they're doing is they're trying to infuse Baby Yoda's blood into someone or something. At one point, I think I heard the word volunteer. Yes. So we don't know what that is. If the volunteer is still alive after these tests? Or yeah, we know the volunteers died. died. The volunteer did die. Well, yes. It, but uh, they have another one, possibly. I think so. Okay. I'm trying to remember now. He talked about how the volunteer for sure rejected the blood. Right. And then I want to say he said that he it, uh, it, would, it died. It was terminated. Okay. They were unable to survive after that. But I think they referenced another volunteer as well. So I think they've got multiples. I would assume they do. Because the context I heard it in is that there was a living one. And the one you heard it in was that they they just died, and I thought that there was a um, dead mention. Yeah, See, and so I, I was under the impression that they haven't yet been able to have a successful living one. Right, right, yep, but, that makes sense. Um, so, are they making Snoke in there, or Palpatine? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't want to say yes. But I don't want it to be. I, I want really them don't. to just leave that, but the odds of that being the case are, I think, very slim. Yeah, everything's it's probably them together. trying to explain how they they brought back Palpatine, which I don't like. I, d- I didn't love how they brought him back. And that, yeah, I you know I'm with maybe you I on will that. like it in the end, and maybe you know Mandalorian hasn't disappointed. And no, it hasn't. So it's I'm, getting dangerously close to yes. being an explanation series, yes. and I really don't want it to be that. The first season was about Mando, Baby Yoda, with some tie-ins. Yes, I want that to keep going. I agree. Um, what I would love is for this to be an experiment for Moff Gideon to get Baby Yoda's power. That's what I would for like. Himself. Yes. Um, and then when that doesn't succeed, Mando eventually defeats him. I wouldn't mind like the Sith Eternal Cult or the First Order to find these guys 
and absorb them into theirs and they say, oh, we're going to put you on this other project. That yes. I would like that more. That would work. I would be okay <clears throat> with that. Because it's like, okay, they're not explaining exactly how Palpatine came back or how he made Snoke or anything. What they're doing is saying that these people existed and this is where Palpatine found them right. in order to try to bring him back. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's fine. It's like kind of a prequel of a prequel. <laughs> yes. Kind of thing. It's like, I, it's, it's not how they made it. It's how they found the guy that made it. Yeah. I think I, I, I could get behind that. I, I like it being attached to the, to the movies peripherally. Mm-hmm. Like R5 being there. Yeah. But it wasn't important. Exactly. Um, so it's fine. Yep. Even Boba Fett coming back. Fine. As long it's as that's not, it's not the Boba Fett show. <laughs> exactly. All we right. know about Palpatine and Snoke and, you know, t- too much is it. I feel like as much as we need to know. Yeah. That it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that Mando knows Gideon's alive. Yes. Although I did have a little bit of stress when he's like, oh, this must be old. He's dead. And you're like, actually, it's three days old. You're like, oh, no. The uh, child. The child. Is by themselves. And actually, I, I know... I know we're not going to try to get into spoilers and news and stuff, but everybody's looking forward to Ahsoka being in this series. Uh I don't think it's a secret that she's going to be in the series. Right. At least to some degree. I don't know if it's a flashback or a brief mention or whatever. Um, Or whatever they end up doing. Or if she's actually there the whole time. And now it's the Mandalorian show featuring Ahsoka and Baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, But either way, uh, people... I forgot where I was going with this. Where was I going with this, Scott? Uh, We were talking about Gideon and Uh how Gideon's back and how you were worried about it. And then taking Baby Yoda. And taking Baby Yoda. Yeah. I remember where I was going. So everybody thought Ahsoka was going to be in the next episode. Right. uh, Chapter 12. Chapter 13. Um, That's been the case for me for the whole time. If Moff Gideon kidnaps Baby Yoda again, uh-huh. Mando doesn't look for Ahsoka anymore. No. He has to go after Baby. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think they're going to have to push Ahsoka all the way to the last episode because Mando's got to go get Baby Yoda back from uh-huh. Moff Gideon again. Yeah. When I saw Baby Yoda again on the ship with Mando, I went, I breathed a sigh of relief and said, oh good, we can get Ahsoka. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Ahsoka could show up in the next episode. That's actually why I was nervous. What? Oh yeah. What's that? I, I I'm like we can't wait that long for Ahsoka. <laughs> so you were worried about it. What did you think was gonna happen? Did, were you also thinking Moff Gideon? Was I thought already Moff there? Gideon was already there because he was so smart. In the you know the last time we saw him, he knew yeah. exactly what to do, yeah. and in order to get Baby Yoda in the last season, and so I was worried that he was gonna do the same thing. Yeah. And so then it was like, oh, maybe he's not as smart. But then we, we find out that he's smarter yeah, than we thought. It's, it's farther down. See, that's the, that's the definition of a good bad guy is one who learns from his mistakes. Yep. So before, he had a very simple plan. We're going to cor- corner Mando, take the baby from him, be done. Yep. That didn't work out. So now he adds an extra layer to his plan. Yes. It's like, okay, we now know where they are. We're going to follow him. We're going to uh-huh. learn his behavior, learn his habits. And the next time he leaves baby Yoda in the speeder bike, in the pouch, we're just going to walk up and take him. Take and Mando's him. not going to know for at least a few minutes. We yep. can take off. We'll already be long we'll gone. We'll already be long then. gone. We'll have multiple speeder bikes to take up in multiple directions. You won't know who has them because we'll all have pouches that are bulging. Yep. 
I'm, am I am I heisting this movie out a little? You might too much? be. Okay. So, uh, Gideon's alive. I'm glad Mando found out. He should have found out in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fact that Bo-Katan didn't say anything. That he's like, I'm looking for something that's owned by Moff Gideon. Is like, I killed Moff Gideon. He's like, I don't think you killed Moff Gideon. And maybe there's a little tension there, but. That's fine. They resolved it. Yeah. He knows now. He he has that awareness. Because right now, yes. nobody's gone after Baby Yoda yet. No. It's always been about Mando from now on. Him and his Beskar. Exactly. Everyone wants the Beskar. And so, he hasn't been as worried about the kid because people are after him again. Yep. But now he knows that there are still people after the kid. So maybe he'll be a little more careful. Not enough. Not careful enough to find a tracker on his ship. Yeah. That's why you need an astromech. They can find those things. He doesn't like drugs. You need an astromech who Maybe can scan enough. your ship and yeah. be like, hey, there's a beacon over here. Did yep. you put that in? It's like, no. Maybe he'll get one after this. I I would not mind him getting R2-D2. <laughs> I know that's not going to happen. crazy. Or you could but be like, okay. the, uh, that one droid. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the bug eye droid. Yeah. Yeah, the interpreter droid. Yeah. yeah. That could do it. That could do it. The pilot for the, the prison... The prison, prisoner episode, you could yeah. use him although I guess he's not really an astromech uh, I am glad yeah yeah. no he's not an astromech he could find stuff I'm sure he, could, he could do stuff yeah um, I was glad Mando jetted back to get baby Yoda yes. and that he was successful but baby Yoda was just in class eating his cookies uh, no yeah. problem everybody's safe and sound um, the rest of the guys have to go on a little bit of a battle to get out oh, which was so cool my favorite part of that well, well, the funniest part. not Maybe not my favorite. My, the funniest part was when they're in the shootout and the mithril is like up and down and up and down. Yeah, and up he and like down. jumps up and shoots. And just... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, the dude, he has never been in a firefight. He is just being the biggest spaz. And the, the, the funny <laughs> thing is when I was watching it with uh, Teddy today, she was watching the, the tail end. Right. And uh, was when he was going to go deactivate the coolant stuff for the lava. I was okay. like, here's the thing. We all feel like we're, you know, a Grief Karga or the Mando or Cara Dune. Like, we're, we're the Mithril. Oh, yeah. Who's going over and putting in the spike and the one who's going to fall in the lava. We're the one jumping up and down. Yeah. Panicking and yeah. overdoing it. Like, we all think we're the other people. It's like, in reality, we're probably we're just him. that dude. And actually, I heard a theory that that's why everyone hates Jar Jar, is because Jar Jar is who we would be mm. in Star Wars. Yeah. We would stumble along, we'd be made a general when we didn't deserve it, and we'd yeah. think that's so cool, and then we immediately surrender as soon as we're, as soon as we're threatened with actual yeah. harm. Exactly. <laughs> so true. I agree. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. The Mithril is, is our analog, and yep. no, none of us like that. No. Nope. <laughs> but he's funny. So he is. I, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that. No, I, I noticed, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I was talking to get pinned down. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, Cara Dune has the idea to get in the, the tank. But uh, Grief Karga covers the Mithril. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That was cool. I think he, uh, Grief Karga does value life. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the bounties that we saw were always bring them in alive. Yeah. You know, capture them. At least the ones we saw that Mando was doing. Yeah, he he, uh, he doesn't kill if he doesn't have to. Exactly. He he only kills to defend himself, or defend you know his ward. His, yeah, his and baby. he will kill to defend that. Oh yes, he will. Where he goes, I go. 
Yeah. That is the way. But yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I noticed. I, I don't know if it, it is, but it sounded like the stormtrooper's voice. At least some of them were from like episode four stormtrooper voice. <laughs> yes, they were. Is it 100%. the same guy? I don't know if it's the same guy, but the lines the are identical same, and they yeah. sound the same. There they are, blast them! I'm like that is like exactly from episode four. It was, and uh, that's just fun. Yeah, it is. I imagine stormtroopers are all trained at the same place. Why wouldn't they talk very similar to each other? When, yeah, that's true. There they are, blast them! Like, that's of true. Of course. I mean, what, what else are you gonna say? It's like, look, the people are yonder. Let us fill them our... with laser bolts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, no, like there they are, blast them. It's like it's short, exactly. concise, easy. It's not Yoda backwards speak. So exactly, we're yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. I was like, hey, it sounds, it sounds a lot like, you know, they're keeping that. It felt like home. Yeah. It felt like being like, home. These Star are stormtroopers. Yeah. Are, this is how they awesome. sound. Oh, so great. So then we have this epic speeder chase. Oh, yeah. Well, first we have the speeders, like, launch off of the, the platform. Now, yeah, the big one launching off and landing on, it, on the blue on speeder. On the blue speeder. I was so tempted for my YouTube video to do the flattened speeder oh, as my mark for that the day. funny. It would have been very hilarious. Uh, I think I might still have to do that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> That's funny enough. That's... It's funny enough. I'll put up instructions to build a yeah. <laughs> mithril speeder. Flattened. <laughs> Not mint. Not mint. <laughs> Not mint. Oh, that's good. But yeah, that's that, good that one flies off. And it's funny if you watch both the, the mithril and Grief Karga are just, you know, screaming their head off. And it looks like oh, Cara right. Dune's trying not to laugh. Yeah. As they're flying off of the side of this cliff. She's, she's just, a drop trooper. Yeah, I like, mean, this is what like, she does. This is what I do. Like, flying off the top of stuff, dropping down in a heavy piece of machinery that may or may not be able to hold us uh-huh. up. When we hit the bottom, we got this. Yeah. They land on the other speeder, which I'm sure cushioned the fall a little bit. Oh, I would hope Activated so, yeah. the repulsors a little bit earlier, uh-huh. maybe. Um... <laughs> And then, then the speeder bikes leave. It's so cool. Did you like the crash? Oh, so funny. I was like, that that's Stormtroopers for you. It is. It's <laughs> like it's like, oh yeah, we're awesome. We're taking off. Yeah, we're the Harley guys. Uh oh. Uh-huh. And the one dude who he just got because it was two, the poor yeah. dude was just doing his own thing. He was thing. doing great. He got hit. He was doing great. He got hit in the freaking head. Gone. It's like and oh, the one guy like looks sucks. back and sees him. You know, now sliding down the He's like, the cliff. Oh, He's like oh, well, that stinks. Sorry. I guess we're down two. <laughs> yeah. But or three. So funny. It was great. I liked Grief Karga manning the gun and uh-huh. jumping in there. One thing that's interesting about that transport is there's no windows. Yeah, I noticed that. I was, when, at, I was like, ooh, is that, is that normal? Yeah. Did the troop transport and the other one have windows? I thought it had windows. I, you know, I didn't check. Might not, though. Maybe it didn't. Why not? The cool that was yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, you know, until the stormtroopers start shooting in. I'm like, yeah, he didn't break anything. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. It just went right in. Um, that's a heavily armored vehicle, though. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Grief Cargo is able to take out that speeder bike pretty good. Yeah, his aim his aim is bad as stormtroopers. Oh, he was so. I'll bad. give him a little bit of credit because he is in a moving vehicle, using a computer targeted thing. So. It's hard to align it. He has to manually target it. It'll lock on. That's true. But he has to manually target it, which means he's got to be swinging back and forth. 
I understand it's a little hard. Uh, but and still. he finally locks on, is able to take out the first speeder. The other two are like, this is stupid, let's split up. Yep. And so they do. And Cara Dune is like, wee, and smashes Well, the yeah, that's what he gets for shooting into the window. Uh, yeah. Uh, I totally had flashbacks to Indiana Jones. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, yeah, The Last Crusade. Right. In the tank when they push Indy into the wall. Yeah. He's about to get crushed. Uh, even the sides of that that vehicle had the little trapezoid things on the oh. side, just like the tank in Indiana Jones. That's funny. So the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's like the Indiana Jones tank. And then the speeder comes up alongside. I'm like, that's not going to uh. end well for him. Because <laughs> I've seen this movie before uh-huh. with uh, Han Solo. Well, when he did, I was like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Right? There. What What are you doing? You're like, going to shoot like... in through the windows. I'm next to a cliff and a giant metal thing. It's like, yeah, that, this is going to turn out well. Uh-huh. And then the other part is, like, why can't they ever figure out what Luke did in Empire Strike or uh, Return of the Jedi? Those things have brakes. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get smashed. Break the brakes. Goes right ahead of you. No problem. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> Stormtroopers is done. Yeah. All right. And then the last one gets taken out. He climbs on board the ship, which, which, is, is, which is good. Yeah. Smart. Smart thing to do. Gets out his detonator. And then gets vaporized yeah. by a turret. Yep. Oh man. All but his helmet. Yep, and uh, another comical stormtrooper death. Yep. Um, now this is actually something. Do you let your did you, do you let your kids watch this show? I mean, uh, my youngest was watching. I was holding her while we watched it, but yeah, know, but she's, she's one. Yeah. So so she's the not others, really getting the other one. didn't watch it. Um, my kids weren't as interested in this episode. Really? I don't think most of my kids have even seen it. Interesting. Um, they watched the third one, but they they actually got bored partway through the third one. Huh. I'm sitting, I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? And then this one, uh, most of my kids haven't seen it. Just my oldest, I think. Hmm. So that's a little weird. Yeah, they mine. They're just. I don't think they're quite old enough to. No, they they're not there for the fun. There yeah. wasn't as much fun in this. There's a lot yeah. of blasting and a lot of blowing up stuff. And yeah, they like Baby Yoda. Yep. They love the Spotchka episode, episode four of the previous <laughs> season. They loved that, seeing the kids play with Baby Yoda. That yeah. was fun. Not not much for them to latch on to. But yeah, I don't I don't really have a problem with the kids watching it. This and yeah. plus it, it helps the kids not to think that people died because yeah, the stormtrooper fell off the balcony and then there's another stormtrooper shooting at him. Yep. It could be the same stormtrooper. Same guy. Logistically, behind the scenes, it probably is. It's true. <laughs> it probably true. is the same stormtrooper, but uh, you know, us grown-ups know that uh, that guy didn't make it. No, no, he did not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, did you like the outline Tie Fighters again? Oh, uh, yeah. Wing yeah, and I actually I my my wife asked me that, and I was like, I was pretty sure that not all Tie Fighters do that. No. No, it's okay. Good. No, it's I, a specific it Tie Fighter called the Outland Tie Fighter. It's for remote operation. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah. She's like, do they all do that? I'm like, the Mandalorian is the first time I want to say that we've seen Tie Fighters close their wings like that. Yes. Which was so cool. I mean, Ugh. nothing made Moff Gideon scarier than this. He's just standing on his Tie Fighter. It just folds down, and he's just like, oh uh, yeah, and what? He's just like. I'm here, suckers. Yeah. And so to see more oh. of them, I was like, those are so cool. They are really cool. Uh, they were in the uh, Force Awakens concept art book. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Um, and so I had seen it before. And so when those wings folded, I'm like, oh my gosh, they did it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so and cool. as soon as I saw it, I knew I was going to build a Lego set of it. Right. And sure enough, I think to this day, I think I'm the only person who successfully built oh, a yeah? minifig scale huh. Outland TIE Fighter. I think I just nailed it. So, I mean, it, it worked. It looked awesome. It did. Oh, holy cow, they're great. And uh, somebody else made the instructions for me, so that was grateful. I was grateful. There you go. There are parts of it I don't love. So Right. No, <laughs> I yeah, I loved them that. when they came off. and It was like it was cool to see when they're like, oh, we're done. And then you hear the TIE Fighter sound. Yeah, and then they immediately turn back into the TIE Fighters we know and love, which is yeah. great. And it's, it's I want to I want to say that that's the kind of sound that, They've been able, the Empire's been able to, it kind of strikes fear. It does. When you hear that roar of the TIE fighter, you're like, we're in trouble. Yeah. Which is the same thing, like, at least the Mytho for sure gave the look of, well, crap. Yeah. And they knew immediately that, oh, we're in trouble. And then this is the part where Greek Karga's aim gets even worse. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't even close. You could have stacked TIE Fighters next to each other and he wouldn't even come close. No, and it's funny that it showed him lining up the thing in the in the, the computer and then it shows him shooting the cliffs. Yeah, I was like, exactly. I think what that computer is not really working. Yeah, it's obviously doesn't work well. I mean, again, moving vehicle. Yes. You know, but digitally she taken, controlled turret. She hadn't taken evasive action until after that's true i mean you know for for she was driving pretty straight for relatively and i guess i'm not really i don't know how the tourists work inside that tank yeah inside star wars uh, not very well (laughs) it it looked like it wasn't very uh although proportionally i think the i think it got worse uh-huh. I think his aim got worse the farther away they were. The TIE Fighters were pretty far away. Yeah. So if you took where the speed bikes were and where he was hitting and then lengthened that distance, yeah. it might actually like follow like oh, the trajectory, yeah. the angles and stuff. might yeah. actually be closer than we think they are. That's true. But That's I, true. Don't know. I don't know. It's Greek Karga, dude. Your, your aim needs to improve or your targeting computer. Well, I garbage. mean, she calls him out on it. and She does. And he's like, well, if you want to come out and give this a try, you be my guest. Yeah. Although, I guess targeting computers in general aren't good, because yeah. Luke didn't use it. No, it did, uh, didn't work. I, I guess work. targeting computers are notoriously bad. <laughs> yeah, Red Leader, you know, in episode four, he yeah. used it and it didn't work. And yet, in today's world, we can make... you seen the guy with the moving basketball hoop who can throw a basketball and it mm-hmm. tracks and he makes... he scores every time. No, I've never seen that. That's... Yeah, it's on a wall and it moves around a wall. That's so wherever crazy. you throw it... Basket, 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 no matter where you throw it. That's cool. But we can't get a targeting computer to no. accurately target a TIE fighter. <laughs> nope. That's because they're so fast. Uh, yeah, it must be. must be. Gotta be. All right. I'm so the they goes. destroy the one TIE fighter, but then the shrapnel destroys their turret. Yeah. Which I thought was fantastic. It's so funny. It's, it's just great. And he sees it coming, too. Yeah, he's like, he's like well, oh, I'm out. Uh-huh. <laughs> he yeah. jumps out of the chair. And then the other three come out, and it's so funny. They're like, we're almost there. And I said, where? Open ground? Where yeah, they that's can what I thought, too. I was like, direction? why would you... <laughs> the... Where you're going is even worse. <laughs> I know. I was like, the canyon was way better. Yeah. All, honestly, all they had to do was stop, and the TIE Fighters just blown past them. Yeah. Again, brakes. These things have brakes, guys. It's 
Which we saw because she stopped before she hit the door. Right. Right. So she knows how to use it. She nah, just... I, I think being mobile is still better, probably. Because the TIE Fighters can also slow down and stop. Yeah, if anything I've learned in Squadrons, it's you can stop <laughs> yeah, a TIE Fighter. You can stop a TIE Fighter. Uh, yep, apparently. But yeah, um, no, But they're... then you hear, you hear the bolts. You hear the laser bolts. I know it. I already know. I already know the Razor Crest lasers. I know their <laughs> sound. Their unique nice. sound in Star Wars. So as soon as I heard it, I'm like, that's the crest. And sure yeah. enough, flies into frame. Looking beautiful. Yep. Fully repaired, fully maneuverable. Takes out all three ties. First one from behind. Second one chasing it up in the atmosphere. And the third one hits the brakes, flips around upside down, punches it. Oh, I love that. And does the spinning yeah. face off against each other. Oh, like that, that was beautiful. Air flaps. For it to slow down oh, yes. and flip around. You like, love that? Oh, that gosh. so cool. As, as a ship guy and Lego designer, I'm like, I, I got to be able to do that. Yeah. I got to figure out a way to put have those flaps on. Have you made a Razor Crest yet? I have not. I'm not. I don't build a lot of stuff in the shows. Interesting. The Outland TIE Fighter was in, was different because I just modified it a TIE, uh-huh. modified a TIE Fighter instead of building one from scratch. Right. Um, and so I've, I've put my hand towards building. I even tried to build the... The tank, the speeder tank uh-huh. that they drove in this episode. Right. I tried to build it. I got the front part kind of done, and I just hated it. So I trashed it and built uh, built Dinjarin's speeder from right. episode five. Right. Um, Interesting. I, so I'm not I'm not good at that. Right. And so and a ton of other people have built some amazing razor crests. Right. Using techniques I don't even know how to do. <laughs> And so I look at those, and some of them are like, you know, thousand dollar builds. Right. Like it take you a thousand dollars to get the parts for it. That's crazy. Um, and so no, I haven't built one. I I asked Santa for one for Christmas though. There you go. I asked Santa for a Razor Crest for Christmas. I didn't ask for much else. So, so let's let's hope that Santa goes. Yeah. You know what. TJ hasn't gotten crest. Legos for a couple of years for Christmas. <laughs> Let's be kind. And yes, everyone, I know the term is Lego bricks. I know the correct term is not Legos. I've given up that fight. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Razor Crest comes in, fixes it, and then Baby Yoda still has his cookies. He does. We finally see Baby Yoda safe. Yeah. And then I, he puts his hands into the air. I, I like how uh, um, Mando's like, hang on. I and hang then on, kid, and he air. immediately puts his hands in the air. <laughs> this is not the first time he's been told to hang on. Yep. And he, and, he knows uh, what that means. He he knows that hang on means put your hands in the air because this is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and uh, then, of course, every parent knows you mix candy, excitement, and jostling. What's going to happen? It's the formula for barf. It's the formula for barf. And he put his hands in the air. I saw the cookies there. I'm like... He's going to throw up. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Every time they surprise, it's so funny. Single people are like, oh, he threw up. I totally didn't expect that. And I'm like, you definitely don't have kids. Uh-huh. Because every adult worth their salt, every parent who has had this experience will know. Spin your kid around. Spin your kid Who's around. Just have they just ate some candy. And they're excited and they're having fun. And they're laughing. And they're get, you see they're, they're getting riled uh-huh. up. They're going to vomit. It's bleh. And uh, from then on, it's onboard maintenance. It is called onboard maintenance. <laughs> and it was f- so funny that uh, I was talking about this with my wife, where it's like, once you have kids, things that you thought were super cool 
have like no value. Take his cape, you know. It's a bad A cape. Yeah. He walks around looking awesome. He looks around after Baby Yoda vomits. And he's like, "Well, this is now a bib." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's all it was. <laughs> it was a yep. bib to clean up the throw up. Don't don't let Lando see you using your cape to throw up bar to clean up barf, right? Exactly. It's a difference. And Lando obviously didn't have kids, whereas Mando did. Yeah. Whatever you got. Uh, do do I have do I have some wet wipes? I don't have any wet wipes. What do I got? Um, got my cape. I, I got my cape. I've got my shirt. I've got my coat. I've got my jacket. I've got uh-huh. my hoodie. I was like, it doesn't matter. I uh, relate. I use my tie. As a dad. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> well, here we go. Nothing is sacred. Nope. Absolutely nothing. Uh, heck, we even. I'll, I'll share a fun experience from my wife and I's early newlywed days. We were at church, and she had had the sniffles because this was before the world ended. If you had the sniffles, <laughs> and she. She sneezed, and we had no tissues. So guess what my tie was? My tie became the tissue. Yep. And she's sitting there. She's like, I don't have any tissues. And you could, you could see. You could see it. Yeah. And I just grabbed my tie and handed it to her. And she looked at me with this look like, are you sure? I'm like, just clean your nose. <laughs> and so she cleans her nose, and then I just let it fall back on my shirt. And my kid's going to get washed. Yep. So whatever. Yep. That's what it's for. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's why you flip the tie over the shoulder when you eat. Exactly. It's you spill on your shirt and then the tie covers it up. Exactly. It's all the same. Uh, yeah, it, stuff That's happens. Right. I guess and really we got to look and see did he use the inside or the outside of his cape? He used the outside. Well, there you go. Because he just, he just straight reached back. He just grabbed it and reached back, just wiped it. it that, I mean, it's a little tattered for but sure. It's... But he's going to have to wash that yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But that was just such a dad thing, and like the, it was just it's so perfect, and and it was a jaded dad thing. It yeah. wasn't a it wasn't a new dad where he's got the wet wipes right there, yeah. he's got the diapers, he's got everything it's just, needed. Man. It's just like, oh, what do I got? Oh, he threw up again. Ah, oh, cape. Yep. <laughs> onboard maintenance. Yep. I gotta take care of some onboard maintenance. That was so funny. Uh, somebody else pointed out that. Uh, his buddy's asking him to go for a drink, and he's like, "I, I got the kid. Yeah, I, I got some onboard maintenance. I got the kid. I'd love to go hang out with you, man. Go for a drink, but I, I got stuff to yeah. do. But I mean, that uh, was uh, what that's we, what you give up as a dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you, we're you don't get to go hang out with your friends all the time. The the most unrealistic thing in the Mandalorian is how fast he finds a babysitter <laughs> in the last <laughs> I in saw the previous that episodes. <laughs> Oh, we were going to do like a meme of the episode yeah, thing. Yeah, well, uh, We'll do it occasionally okay. whenever we get a good one. It's, but yeah, yeah, how fast he finds babysitters, no matter what. As soon as he needs somebody to take yeah, care of his oh, kids. Oh, I need you to wash his kids. Done. Like, that's not real. Yes. That's so unrealistic. Okay, I know I just brought you here, and my, my baby just ate some of your offspring, but can you watch him for a little bit? Yeah. I know we can't communicate Behave very yourself. well. I'm just going to leave him here and assume it's okay. Mm-hmm. Behave yourself. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. Hilarious. It's going to be. That was such a great but, episode. Yeah, he I just he's able to be like, I need you to watch the kid. Yep. Like, that's, and they just do. That's not a thing. I mean, Pelly just automatically assumes care of the baby no, when even, he wakes she up even in the show. In, in the first one. Yeah. Uh, in episode one of this she season, she totally takes him over. She's like, she's willing to take him. Do I need to watch him? Hands. And yeah, while like, you go, no, he goes with me. But <laughs> yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. That's actually something I will talk about just real quick. Uh, in this episode, 
Grief Karga freaks out over Baby Yoda. Does he? Yeah, he's like, oh, look at this little guy. He takes yeah. him like a grandpa. Pelly did the same thing in the first yeah. episode. And I'm sitting there going, okay, all right, people. You did not act this way the first time you saw him. Uh-huh. I went back and watched <laughs> both of your reactions the first time you saw Baby Yoda. You are trying to get people to like you uh-huh. in the real world by fawning over what we are all fawning over. <laughs> Like, hey, look, I'm like you. I'm not like those speeder bike guys. Exactly. Except I actually get to hold the baby. Oh, "Oh, you little. Turns out Carl Weathers, who plays Grief Carcat, directed the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think he got to carry Baby Yoda coming from the ship all the way to the school? Oh, because he directed. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to hold the baby. I get to hold the baby now. I'm holding the baby. Well, we got some puppetry stuff. We got I don't care. Like, I'm holding work. the baby. Make I'm carrying work. him all the way in. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be the only person to carry Baby Yoda this episode. <laughs> well, Mando carries him at the beginning, but it's like, yeah, Mando okay, sure, sure, Carl. You get to do what you want. It's like, I'm directing. Shut up, Carl. I do what I want. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so now now everybody's freaking out over Baby Yoda, saying how cute he is. I'm glad they didn't do that at the school, though. They didn't draw attention to it. Yeah, I mean, the kids were all kind of like, oh, hey. Hey, there's a new new person. But they got back to their lessons, which is yeah funny. about something that the the grown ups better get a handle on themselves though because nobody acted that way in the first season. No, so that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess Pelly did a little bit. She was she was thank the force. It's like oh that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, just... if this thing buds or divides, I'd be happy to pay for the offspring. <laughs> How much you want for him? I'm just kidding. Seriously, though. But seriously, but I'm just kidding. But, but I'm not. Yeah. But seriously. Yeah. So. Funny. I mean, we all would, but I I guess she got to she got to love him, and they went through that traumatic experience being taken taken over by uh, Dingo McCringleberry. Yeah. What is his name? Toro Calican. Yes. Toro Calican. What a punk kid. Yeah. What a punk spoiled brat, right? All right. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, we could t- uh, dark side perspective. There's not much going on. Just people, just stormtroopers doing their daily jobs. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess the dark side perspective is yeah, they're just doing their jobs. The cloner guys destroyed their own work though. They did. So it wouldn't get captured. And that was before they even knew they were invaded. I think yeah. that was just when the lava alarm was going off. Well, maybe they would have had. Yeah, I don't know. I don't some know. Stuff going on. Um, Lego set for this episode. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I would love the speeder bike chase with the uh, transport. Yeah. I think that would be an iconic one. We get Grief Karga, the Mithril, Caradoon, and then some speeder bikes. I yeah. love that. I, I, you yeah. can never have enough speeder bikes, never enough stormtroopers no. in, yeah. uh, in minifigure form. That's <laughs> so me. true. Uh, anything else you wanted to? Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Gideon. Oh my gosh, we have two after credit scenes in yeah. this episode. Goodness gracious. First one, X-Wing pilot. Yes. We have our uh, our detective, Detective Carson Teva. Teva. Keeps following uh, the Razor Crest. Yeah, he is. I didn't say Razor Crest. <laughs> A transponder computer can't tell anything apart pre-Empire. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a good lie. I did. Yeah, uh, that I was. I would have bought that. I would He's too. not buying it. He's no. like, it's a razor crest. I know it was the razor crest. He, he, I'm following yeah. the razor crest. 
He knows, but I would have been like, okay. Uh, his partner didn't want to get out of the X-Wing, though. Yeah, good Dave old Dave. Dave just taking a nap. Dave just not doing <laughs> anything, huh? Just sitting on the job, that guy. Uh... I uh, I definitely thought Grief Karga the way he handled him is exactly how I imagine he handled the Empire. Like, yeah. Nobody cares about this place. You're gonna come out here if you ever get back here again. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, well, I'll help you if you ever come out this far. Yeah. So, it's fine. I think it's setting Carson up for a little bit of a tragic story. I wouldn't be surprised if they take him out at one point. Yeah. If he dies trying to warn Mando or something. Yeah. About Gideon. That's true. I could see that. I could see him being the tragic hero, and yeah. then Cara Dune following after his footsteps. I and could be, see and that. Joining Especially with their the, little exchange. The New Republic. Um, when he's like, you know, it says you're from Alderaan. He talks about how he... I served during Alderaan. He served during Alderaan. Did you lose it's anyone? So crazy. Like, did you lose anyone? I lost everyone. I lost everyone. Like, oh. I know there were some off-worlders, and that, that's why he asked. Because mm-hmm. some people didn't lose everyone. Some right. people were part of the government and weren't on, weren't on Alderaan. It's kind of a Vulcan Spock thing from the reboot, you know? Yeah. There are some survivors. They're still Alderanians. Yeah. rare. Yeah. So, what do you think he left? Do you think it was a calling card or something? Maybe a beacon track or something? It's too shiny for me. Uh, it's really shiny. It looked like a Marshall's badge. It did. Like... Saying, hey, if you ever want to go legit, instead of just being a, you know, whoever chose you to be the marshal, you know. This one says that you're recognized by the New Republic. Exactly. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I think we will see. I hope she will. I hope she kept it. Because she she did leave it on the table. Yeah, but she didn't walk away from it. I think think we'll see it around. Yeah. I think we will. And then, of course, there's the second after credit scene. It really felt like after credit scenes. It did. Because Mando took off. And that's it. And that's it's it. like, yay. And oh, oh, we're doing more stuff. Oh, stuff's happening. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we go and we see our Mimban spy. Yes. Uh, talking to an oh. Imperial officer. Yep, an officer of some sort. Saying the tracker's been placed. You will be rewarded in the new era. Yes. I thought they quit printing that magazine. I guess not. <laughs> or she doesn't know the actual name. She does. Um, so the the new era. So they're obviously saying that this is setting up. They believe that something's going to happen. Yeah. They believe that there will be a change. Mm-hmm. So. And they're not even going to reward her now. Reward the spy now. Nope. You'll get it which is, later. Which is interesting that the Empire still has uh, credit among their spy network. Yeah. Um, so they've got a tracker. They know Baby Yoda's there. And then she relays that information to Gideon. Mm-hmm. Who is in a room with people in the cloner uniforms. Yeah. Which I didn't notice until the very last time I watched it. And I saw some technicians. I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's, oh my gosh, they're wearing the same stuff as the cloner technician. They're wearing the same outfit. Interesting. So, are we dealing with more clones? Are we dealing with... Successful clones? I thought they looked more robotic. 
You know, I I saw it just before I came over, and I couldn't I couldn't decide. They, you know, they did a great job of not showing us what they actually were, but showing us there's a lot. We know there's a lot of them, and Gideon obviously believes in them. He, because we will be ready. Yep. And that's the last line of the episode. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, Yeah, they're tracking, and that's what I was talking about before about that extra layer. Yeah. Is they're not jumping in and going after the child immediately. He's realized that this foe will require more finesse yeah. to take down. So he's building up this army of whatever. Mm-hmm. He's tracking them, watching them. Not jumping in, but just watching for now. Yeah. So it'll be... I'm, I'm really excited. I. We got to see the Darksaber. We got to see everybody come back. I'm sure by the end of the, the season, we're going to see... Uh, Bo-Katan come back we're going to yeah. see Ahsoka we're going to see Moff Gideon I think it's all going to converge Boba and I think I would love to see Mando take the mantle of the Mandalore yeah it, the, the, be... see, the series is called The Mandalorian um, oh my gosh there's actually something I want to do and maybe I guess we can't do it necessarily this time we, we've gone really long I hope you guys are still sticking around yeah, yeah again yeah. our conversations are great And we think you deserve to listen. Not participate, but just listen. (laughs) So, we're going to have to talk about it. Maybe this will be its own episode, but I think we need to talk about the legend of the Mandalorian. I think so. With all the people he's interacted with, the stories that are being told are being told of him. Right. The Crate Dragon Slayer. He single-handedly killed that Crate Dragon Slayer. Yeah, I mean, those those people were there. They helped. They, they, They helped. But and they did set did up it. the first plan, but when it came down to it, the Mandalorian is the one who said, I'm going to stand here and get swallowed by this crate dragon so that I can blow it up. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's insane. They're going to what? Uh, what's the plan? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we're going to have to talk about that. We're going to have to talk about the legend of the Mandalorian and the stories that people are going to tell about him. And I, I wouldn't mind like each of us taking an episode... And telling the legend. Like, what's the raw story that people are going to tell about the Mandalorian? Like, how are people going to embellish it? Like, the Legends of Luke Skywalker thing. Like, how are people going to change it and embellish it? Like, I've already got a couple ideas. Yeah. About the Navarro incident. I've already got some ideas. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. We should do that. Where you leave out details. Uh-huh. You leave out the faults of the Mandalorian. Right. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll, we'll talk a second a little about that. Uh, we'll go ahead and end this podcast yep. with our awesome new catchphrase that, <sighs> that Scott came up with. And I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you close us out, Scott. All right. So, if you're having trouble raising your nerds, this is the way. This is the way. See you guys next time. Bye. How'd that episode feel? Good. Are you tired? Uh, yeah. I am tired. I'm like... There have been a couple times where I can feel my eyes closing Uh and forcing them open. Uh So the nice thing is I can yawn as much as I want. uh, (laughs) I can't. Not as much. Trying to hold it back. (laughs) Oh, sorry I kept you up so late. No, it's that. Oh my God.